Kulan, Nothing will ever tear us apart. Two hot guys, two cute guys, two little guys, and they have a surprise. Sick in the head, but we have big cars. We believe in true love. Nothing will ever tear us apart. We believe in true love. With two hot guys, two cute guys. Surprise, surprise. Informer, I am the you only recording? begotten son of God. That's right, I'm Jesus Christ. My name is George, but in the previous life, I was Jesus, a dirty, rotten Jew. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sick of the Shout Head. out to the Jewish community. Uh, number Sh- stop talking seven. over me. Shout out to Jesus. Uh, out stop to talking over me. Shout out to Jesus Christ. George, I was talking first. I was talking first. First of all, shout out to every community across all of the countries, especially America, loaded with communities. America's loaded with communities. That noise is driving me up a fucking wall. I'll stop it. Do do you hear it anymore? No. Now get your head out of your fucking ass. So I'm so everybody for everybody who's not listening. I'm a grown up. I have chest hair, and my microphone sometimes rubs on it. I'm a man, and uh, George is upset about that. He's just upset that he has less chest hair. Than You're I wearing have. a shirt. Yeah, my chest hair pokes you through. Tell it, everyone you're a liar. My, the fibers. <laughs> and me and you got big issues. Oh yeah. yeah? Let's just clear it up off okay. the top. Okay, my girlfriend thinks I'm gay now because of this podcast. <laughs> and it's your fault. You Okay, here. Let me tell you something. Do you are you done with your side of the story so I don't talk over you? Yeah. Idiot. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going <laughs> to I'm not an idiot. I'm going to tell you my side of the story. Go ahead. Okay. Hi. Hi. My name's Serando. I walk into George's house to, to record the podcast. George immediately t- tries to touch my wiener and, and touch my butt. Um, George likes to talk about... He likes to talk about wieners and butts. I don't. I have a friend who texts me every time he listens to this podcast, and he tells me the minute and second that the gay talk starts in this podcast, and it's going to be very soon in this one. Is that it? The reason that your girlfriend thinks that you're gay is because you... Might be like on this on the spectrum. Uh, okay, is that it? Don't be mean to me when you rebuttal. All right, it's my turn then. <laughs> Go ahead. You come in. You're already a little fucking sauced up. You're probably drinking and driving to my house every week. You're I drunk, don't. and when you're drunk, you're a little horny. You look at me. You look at me funny. You look up and down. You're fixated on a certain part in my fucking pants where my cock sits. You like doing that. 
I don't. I don't. You told me you that. You can't just say things. I, I do all the time. I do all the time, and you're not going to do shit. And you said that I touch your cock your butt. I've touched your butt, sure. I never touch your cock. I'm always an inch away, but I never touch it. <laughs> an inch or a centimeter. It doesn't matter. The important part is I don't touch it. And when I do that, it's right. it's a show of masculine energy. I'm the alpha male in this relationship. So I get close to your little measly cock, and you don't touch mine because I'm the alpha of this relationship. Do you know what an alpha male is? Yeah, a big strong guy. Me. You, beta cock. Me, alpha guy. I, I, I am not even going to get into this conversation with you because I am an alpha and alphas don't talk to anybody about being an alpha. You're not going to get into this conversation with me because you don't have alpha male debate skills. I do. You have beta cuck debate skills, and I have, your uh, I lexicon have, is small. I am alpha. You are not. False. Did you, did you hear me? Did you hear me? False. Reverse. I'm alpha. You're beta. You're cuck. You get cucked. I don't. I'm <laughs> I'm far too respected and loved. You aren't. I'm everything. You're nothing. I am everything. You are nothing. Repeat that in your head. Get used to it. That's what this is. That's what this has been for 30 episodes. I'm I'm losing it. I George 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 George. I feel George, crazy George, in here. I feel uh, the walls are caving in. I'm I'm really losing real grips in reality. And now I have to look at you, George. Yeah, I'm a grown up. I know. I'm a grown up. Okay. In this conversation that we're having, we can do better. Go ahead, say something. I want to. I want to go ahead. I want to go ahead and apologize because I'm an alpha male. I want to go ahead and apologize off the top uh, from the beginning. Um, You're a great guy. Uh, You don't always try to touch my butt, Weeder. Not always, just sometimes. Okay. So, like, for me to just come out and say that you always do that—that was very wrong on my part. I apologize. I take that back. Uh, there's like so many other things that you do, you know? Yeah. Other than try and touch my butt. There's a lot of things that you do that are cool things. Like one time you got donuts. Uh, one, sometimes you like put your cats upstairs. Um, Thank you. One time. One time. Uh, oh, you know that one time you got us uh, those energy drinks, but they sucked. But yeah, at least you tried. Like you thought about getting energy drinks for us so, i did i appreciate all those things man i really do and sometimes you say nice things off of the off of the air so you know what george you're a good guy i say nice things on the air <laughs> like what 
Like you're funny, you're charming, you're handsome, you're going places, you have a lot of money in your bank account, you don't over vacation, <laughs> you don't spend too much on your Camaro, you... <laughs> you're right. Right. You are smart to not cut your nose off, even though it's useless. You can't smell through it. You can't breathe through it. Um, you are smart for not uh, getting on allergy medicine when it's killing you right now. Um, all this stuff. I just think you're making great decisions, dude. Happy? Thanks, man. Yeah, so speaking of me being super funny... Um, I know that sometimes on this podcast, if that doesn't show, I'm super funny. I'm like the funniest guy. Uh, guess what, guys? Your boy's getting back on it, okay? Things have been opening back up. I'm back. I'm getting back on stage. I'm getting back to doing what I really, really, truly love, stand-up comedy. Uh, George we officially, supports me wholeheartedly. We officially have a comedian on the podcast. Sarando's trip. Oh, no, I've, I've always been a comedian. No, you got to get on stage to do it. I always have been. During this podcast, you have not been on I, stage at all. When did we start the podcast? Not when you were doing open mics. You haven't done any open mics during the pandemic, correct? That is correct. Well, there you go. We started. I did some Zoom ones. Doesn't count. Yeah, I know it doesn't count. All right, how how have you have you made any material? Have you created anything new? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been writing a lot, but that doesn't mean anything. So. All right. Well, that's great. Um. Yep, so, okay, I know you'll never share any of it here because you're shy, so that's fine. I've asked you multiple times. Um, so I guess that's the end of that. Um, next topic, uh, everyone, please, if you're in the D.C. area, go see Sarandos uh, in random bars and, uh, I don't know, um, <laughs> church basements and, uh, I don't know, wherever Tic- areas. Wherever it happens. So there you go. That's the, that's the plug. My first, my first open mic was at a at a taco place, uh, like a tacos and burritos, uh, family restaurant. That sounds good. That sounds really good. You know. Uh, let me ask you a yeah. question. Do you? And and if you don't, if you're not ready to talk about this on the air, I can cut this out. Are you tattooing still? Yourself? Yes. Do you want to talk about it or not? I don't care. Do you plan on tattooing other people? If I get good enough. Um, I've done four different things. Uh, the first one was a head, like I paint. Um, it's fucked up. Uh-huh. Uh, they're all pretty fucked up, but like I said, I'm learning. It's not. I like it a lot. Um, so the second one, I, I th- this is the problem I've been having. I have the urge to do it. But I never have a plan. I have the urge to tattoo, but I never have an idea in mind, which is a bad idea, because it's going to be on you forever. You never sketch it up before. Yeah. So I did a little cross, and then I wanted to write something, but then I realized that's stupid. So I just wrote Joshi, Dodzi, and I have three buckets underneath. 
So there's a dozy with a cross next to it and three buckets. Underneath that is a head with blood coming out the neck and a little halo. Then underneath that is another face that I really fucked up. Um, it has some sort of hair that <laughs> looks really stupid, almost like a beach ball. Show me. I just did it. I have to finish it, but it's almost like a beach ball. I can't show you from this angle. Oh, shit. You did more. Damn. Looks like... That looks like a guy... That looks like me. So, okay, fine. We'll just say that's you. And, um... I'm just doing it. Uh, I'm... You tattooed me on your arm. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Uh, the last one... The last one... I think... I fucked up. Um, I'm a rat. I'm losing it. Like I said, I'm literally... I'm literally just putting a needle in my skin over and over again with stuff I bought online. Wait. I'm not licensed at all. I've never done it. Um, I'm God's chosen. I'm only I'm the only begotten son of God, and he wants me to tattoo. So, here you go. Wait. Can I say something? Yeah. Uh, all caps, wow. Um, I <laughs> am flattered. You have been tattooed on your arm. You're the first person to ever tattoo my face on their bodies that I know of. Uh, I know it's a great honor um, for you. You get to tell everybody that you have me on your arm. So uh, I got to be completely and, honest. Uh, I truly hope it that... looks nothing like you, and you're yeah. just trying to like make something out of nothing. No. So here's the thing. That looks exactly like me, because it is me. Uh, you did a great job. You're a great artist. And um, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm just flattered. You're a bozo. Um, I'm tattooing myself as a sort of a, a third of the way crisis, or possibly a midlife if I die when I'm 60. Um, and, uh, yeah. You got the math right there's this time. No other, there's no other reason I'm doing it. It's not, For some reason, it's engulfing my head. And maybe I like pain. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? I'm not a freaking doctor. Um, but yeah, so I'm cooler than you. I do cool, cool things. Um, you're a car guy. Um, hey, my tattooing hobby cost me less than $120, while your vintage car hobby is hemorrhaging you uh, thousands of dollars. So who's smarter? I guess me. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Can't we just be equally as cool? The heck? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Speaking of how cool I am in my car hobby, guess what, man? I already know uh, you told me. I already told you this, but I have to say it for everybody. I know. Go ahead. I got, after, what year is it now? After 11, almost, yeah, 11 or 12 years of working on that car, <laughs> I have finally, 12 fucking years. finally, paint, <laughs> finally painted it. What a fucking <laughs> asshole you are. What have you been doing for 12 <laughs> years? Please explain. I fixed How on earth isn't that car ready? Started? Just ready to go. Number one. I go to Greece all the time. Right, you're you're right. Absolutely. Number two, 
I did it in pieces. Yeah. I fixed like the whole front end. I fixed like I did re rebuilt the motor. I rebuilt the boring whole and all the brakes and all the electrical. And then and now I did like the rest of the body, and I decided to paint it all at once. You know I didn't. You know, boring us all to death. Because I'm a grown up and make good decisions. And <clears throat> and here's the thing. You know what? I'll take a picture of myself in. I'll send it to you. You'd be so jealous. I'll come pick you up. You come. We'll go get a nice little ice cream cone. You eat it outside of the car because that's what you, and nobody eats inside my car. Okay. I'm gonna eat inside of it. <laughs> You're not I'm going to. <laughs> I will hide. Zero I will hide a snack in my pocket while we're on the highway. I'm gonna open it up. There'll be nothing you can do about it. You're there's. There's no chance. Um, okay, I'm looking behind Sarando's childhood bedroom. There is a steering wheel on the wall. There is a ukulele. Um, there are trophies from when he was 14. Um, I guess, you know, he's 30 and he misses his, uh, I don't know, the best the, the, like the best point in his life. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. What else this guy got? What's that, what's that poster behind the I'm ukulele? I'm just... <laughs> Yeah. It's from the it's from from Icaria's number one nightclub, <laughs> Flick Flack. What's it called? <laughs> Flick Flack. Flick Flack. And what they sell yeah. posters? But it's no longer. No, they were they were promoting like a some DJ or something. I don't know. And you got it up on your wall, huh? Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty cute. It's living in the past. Oh god. Well, I'm bored. All so, right. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. I we I asked you this question maybe one of the first few episodes that we ever did, and I want to ask you again. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in ten years? Why? Why do you have to? Why bring it up again? Why not? <laughs> because you, because we've been through so no, much. No, we have not. You asked me this like two months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Okay, I'm going to. No, it's been way more than two three, months. Whatever. I said, what did I say? I don't. I said I'd be making twenty nine thousand dollars at the age of forty. I will bump that to 34. I said that. I said that. Yeah? I'll say I'll be making $34,000 a year. Okay. Doing what? Uh, Vintage car repair. There's no chance. What will you be doing in 10 years? eat ice cream with you. You know what I think? What? We're both going to be dead? <laughs> no, no. You will be in Korea, <laughs> living there. You will have made... Ten years from now? You will have made a little hut in the corner of your grandfather's old property. You will live in that hut. <laughs> It'll be a clay hut with a straw roof. You'll have a goat companion. You'll be fucking it. You'll be feeding it whatever 
Um, I won't. After about two years, you'll be hungry, you'll slit its throat, you'll eat it. Then you'll be sad and horny. And you're going to try to swim to Turkey. Whole new life. You're not going to make it. What's over there for me? What's over there for me? Secular Muslims. But you won't make it because a lot of water is going to get in your mouth. It's going to be rough seas, and you won't be able to breathe through your nose. So you're going to drown. Is this you telling me that you're about your dream? No. You're going to drown. I will save you. Because five years before that time I would have installed a GPS in your ass when you were passed out from drinking on my couch Thanks, and I will man. have known what you were trying to do and I would have saved you so in five years I'm going to be on your couch drunk you wake up from being saved chained to a pole in a basement <laughs> I say I just saved your life you are indebted to me until the day you die can we talk about anything else from now on the rest of the you, story? At the moment, just so happy that I saved you. You're like, uh, yeah, of course, of course, man, thinking I'm half joking, but I'm not. I'm being dead serious. I make you put on a skirt. I make you clean my house. I have weights on your ankles so you can't run far if you try to escape. The weights... <laughs> have combination <laughs> codes that you don't know the combination to. You okay. sleep in the basement by the uh, by the washing machine. There will be a little cot there for you <laughs> made out of old cat hair that I've collected from my cats. You will eat the cat food that my cats also eat. You will be an animal. Um... Everyone will think you're dead. You will have no phone. And you will not be allowed to leave the house. When I'm gone, you will be chained up in the basement. You're only free to clean when I'm there. <laughs> I can't clean and surprise you and have the house ready for you when you get no, home. No, <laughs> because I'm afraid you'll try to escape when I'm gone. My wife, my future wife will know of this arrangement. She won't say a word, because she's loyal to me. She will be instructed to not look at you in the eyes or talk to you. What happens when I escape? You want, you never do. Yeah, I will. You die in the basement of dysentery at the age of 45. No, I and don't. I throw your body in acid, I collect your bones, and toss them in the Chesapeake Bay. That's not the future for us. <laughs> I continue to live a happy life. Um, I'm a little That's bit. I'm a little happen. bit annoyed after you're dead because I will have to do the cleaning again. Um, but my life will still be okay, and uh, that's what I think is going to happen to you. You're going to get so mad. You're going to see me dead in your basement. You're like, God, damn it! I'm going to go. Who's gonna clean? Go. He was a he was a damn good cleaner. 
Rachel, and she just don't have any idea of, of, the, of what real life but is But before like, I tub so. you in acid, I cut your cock off. I dump it in salt water. I let it shrivel. I make a necklace out of it, a little locket that I wear everywhere. A little, a little pickle? A little pickle locket. And that's it. Mm. That's where you see us in 10 years? That's where I see you in 10 years. At least I'm there with you. Um, if you disagree with that, go ahead, say it. I don't know. Everyone's entitled to their opinions. <sighs> but I do know that that is okay. your future. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Do you want to hear it? Ten years from yeah. now. You and me, your lady, my lady. <sighs> we decide, hey, we're doing so well. We got so much free time. What are we going to do? We can go on a little vacation together. Okay. Uh, take a little road trip all the way out to Alaska, get on one of those little planes that have the floats on the bottom where they land on water, uh, fly out to some little area where there's a lake and land on the lake, a little boat comes and picks us up, and on the boat there's a few fishing rods and, 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 we, and we fish on the way to like our final destination. I catch the biggest fish ever, you don't catch anything. Uh, everybody's so impressed with me. Um. I feed us for that night with the fish that I caught. Everyone's super happy. We go live for like three months, the four of us, in a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful house that like it wasn't so beautiful when we first moved in, but I did like all this really cool carpentry work and painting like the house and stuff like that. And you did all the artistic stuff and everyone's like, why wow, the house is super cool. Who did the art? And then everyone's like, George did the art. And they're like, wow. Oh, man, that's awesome. And then that's all they do. That's like They don't take that conversation any further. And then they <clears throat> just ask a whole bunch about the house because they're really cool about, they're like, they're like really interested in where we got the materials from. Is this from. a vacation or did we move? Well, we like moved temporarily. Yeah. Why would we buy and, a house uh, and build it up and then move? Because because we went there because like our podcast was doing so hot, but like we needed a, like a, a change of scenery to like keep it fresh. So we went to Alaska on on one of those planes. But that plane that took us over that landed on the water. I bought it. It's a silver plane. It has like red the boat like the boat part where it lands on the water. It's all red. And okay, uh, what month and like year super... do you think that'll be? Oh, no big deal. April, May, June, and July of 2031. Okay, August 2031. I type up a letter uh, addressed to your wife. <laughs> I write, Eleni, it's me, Sarandos. Um, I've, I've gone on a three-day hike. I'm sorry. I needed to clear my head. Talk to you soon. I love you very much. Little does she know. You're at the bottom of a cliff. Lifeless. I push you off. Um, me... <laughs> me and my wife and were like oh my god what happened to him let's do a search party they find you a month later you know just bones the bears eat you the vermin eat you September um, and I sell the house I go back to Baltimore um, no one suspects a thing and you don't plague my dreams at all okay so here's 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 the funny part about that whole story is that 
when we were flying out to to Alaska, I had read your diary and I saw that you were planning on murdering me when we went out there. So what I did was when we left, I called back to Baltimore and had my very good friends uh, buy a, 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 a tiger and put it in your house. So the moment that you went back to Baltimore, opened up your front door, that tiger was hungry and it eats you dead, dead. It kills you, you die. And that's the end of your story for the rest of your life. So, joke's on you. I knew you would read my diary and I talked to your friends back in Baltimore. I pay them an exorbitant amount to betray you. They don't bring a tiger to the house. (laughs) They instead... Uh, fuck you in the ass with a poison dildo. You die from the pores. <laughs> no, you do. enjoy it because you like stuff up there. You're dead at the bottom of a cliff. Poison in your ass. I survive. In your doctored will, you leave me the Camaro. <laughs> I sell it for pennies on the dollar. I buy burgers <laughs> so with that money. That's and so I don't weird. even think about it. So here's what the real here's the real scenario, okay? Uh, me and Lenny and and your future wife, we decide, man, we need to get away from George for a while. So the three of us go, and we get like a cool vacation spot in like Arizona or like close to the Grand Canyon or something. And we just like just relax. We just want you kind of wanted your own alone time, and we wanted to give it to you. You want to be happy. And, and you get this great idea while you're alone that you want to be a Coca-Cola delivery man, but you want to do like... You're the one who applied to a Coca-Cola uh, delivery like job years ago. Vintage. You didn't get it because you don't have a resume. The only thing on your resume vintage. is I work with my dad as a painter. That's it. But the, but the like, you didn't want to do regular Coca-Cola delivery. You just wanted to do like a real hip old uh, vintage Coca-Cola delivery. So you, you bought old bottles. <laughs> of Coca-Cola and, and you like filled it up with anything but Coca-Cola brown fluids and you got a really cool old Coca-Cola truck you turned it into a delivery truck and you delivered this like sh- poop poop brown water to people and uh, you got put in jail for poisoning people and you spend the rest of your life in jail you're floating you don't know what's going on the first thing you see is your lifeless body at the edge of a cliff you're like, oh my god, what happened? You look up, you see me grinning at the top of the hill. You see me wiping the hand, the dirt off my hands, like a job well done, and I whistle back to the cabin. You follow me, but you can't do anything, because you're a fucking apparition, you're a spirit. At the middle of the night, you wake me up in my dreams. I wake up, you're there, ghost form. I banish you to hell with my powers. That's the last I ever see you, you spirit form, physical form, whatever. I have a great, happy, long so, life, and in your doctored will, I get the Jeep and the Camaro. I sell them for pennies <laughs> on the dollar. I buy dinner with it. I don't think anything of it. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Here's what happened. Here's what happened six months before this whole plan happens. I walk in at your house one day. I see you. You're you're knitting something. You're you're sewing. You're sewing stuff with your hands. 
you are so embarrassed that because I walked in videotaping and I shared this video with all your closest friends and relatives. They see it. They say, wow, George has changed, man. George isn't the cool guy we used to know. He knits now. And you, from your silly little embarrassment, devise this whole plan to murder me, to throw me in the river, and to let me go to, to the underworld. And I foresee all this coming about, I f buy with my, because I'm a millionaire, buy a stunt double and tell him, I'm sorry, man, you're going to have to get killed for, for your sins. And you kill the fake me, okay? You come back to Baltimore happy, free, no uh, remorse. I come into your room at night and I sleep with you. You wake up hours later, chained to my bed, shit in your mouth, because I've shat in your mouth. <laughs> I go, I knew all along this was your plan. Please, we have two tickets to Alaska. Don't fuck with fate. This is your destiny, and you will end up there. You go, but I tried so hard, I tried so hard. I go, it doesn't matter. I'm the Lord's chosen. Um, I'm the second coming. I'm the only begotten son of God. You are nothing. I am everything. Please follow me to your fate. You, you in the future, you know what happens to you in the future in 10 years? You become an alcoholic and you only drink Uzo. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be, that'll be all right. And, and all these, and all these cool plans that you have, they're all delusions because you're an alcoholic. Okay. Someone's talking about themselves. All right. Uh, you're the one who drinks. I don't. I hate Uzo. And you put ice cubes in it and let it melt and it gets all cloudy and you think it's cool. You're pathetic. You try to take a it's shit that cute. night. You can't because you ate too much saganaki. That's melted cheese. You can't shit. You're constipated. Your asshole bursts. You die. Temporarily for 20 minutes. You're saved in the hospital. You wake up, complete amnesia, don't remember a thing. I call you. I say, I'm so happy you're alive. Let's go to Alaska, me and you, and we'll have a blast. We go on a hike. You're having a ball. You're like, oh, my God, look at that view. You go at the tippy top at the top you're of like a cliff. You're getting a little closer to the edge. And I push you with everything I got. You're pudding. At the bottom of the cliff. Your body is turned to raspberry mash. It looks disgusting. Yeah. I leave. Here, plot twist. Plot twist. Plot okay. twist. I had, I had, while you were pushing me, hooked a, a rope to your body from my body, and I fell over the cliff. And you had a few seconds to be like, I'm the champion. And then... You felt this little tug at your waist, and you came down, tumbling over with me. And on the way down, there are long, long, long fall. I grabbed you and held you in my arms, and I said, I'm sorry I had to end this way, and I gave you a kiss right on the lips. You break my fall. I and survive. together. You break my fall. <laughs> no, I survive. I cut the rope we off. Died. I swim to Russia. <sighs> I trek through the Russian wilderness. I end up in Moscow. I go, I have state secrets. Would you like to know them? I become a star in Russia for being a snitch. <laughs> and they go, what gave you the idea to snitch? And I go, 
a dear, dear friend of mine was the best snitch in his little suburb. And I'm you're just and I am letting his memory live by you're... snitching here. I live a nice long okay. life in Russia. And you're once again where you are to be eaten by bears. Ah, you and pheasants. You know what I realized, George? What? That this whole time I just didn't even realize it, but I see it now that you you're just all you're just upset about how they canceled Aunt Jemima. I'm not upset at that. Yeah, you are. You're so upset. You were like, they should um, keep this lady on the box because that's where she belongs. And I said, she should be free. She should be free to do what she wants. I mean, so. did they take a nice old lady, sh- a nice black old lady shine away? Yeah, they did. Did she deserve to have uh, to get shine? Absolutely. Did she create the syrup? If she did, her face deserves to be on there. Whose aunt was she? She I did don't know. pancakes. I don't know whose aunt she was. And I don't know buddies. who Uncle Ben is. I guess they were and married. Buddies. They still sell Uncle Uncle Ben's in Greece. That's because that? Greeks don't understand things. Greeks are so far behind all the time. I one time I was walking around in Greece and it was like the year was maybe twenty fifteen and there was this guy driving around blasting fifty cents in the club like it was a brand new that song. That still happens. So <laughs> it still does. They think it's so hot. My cousin he drove me around while I was over there a few times, and he is a, like, he loves to drive fast, and he took me on the high, he's like one of those guys who, like, at every red light, he'll, like, sneak all the way to the front and just, like, sit in the front of the line instead of just waiting in line, and he gets on the highway, and he gets on the highway, and he, I, like, sit and look at the speedometer, and this isn't kilometers per hour for everybody, but it's like a hundred, one twenty, one thirty, one fifty, one sixty, one seventy, one eighty, one ninety, two hundred, two ten, and I'm sitting there, I'm holding on to the little hand thing. And I'm like, I'm like Mario. It's like I get it. You can go fast. He's a speed demon. What that tells me is everyone in your family has impulse control issues. Not everybody. Oh, you yeah. don't? I can control my impulses. Really? Yeah. Okay. I won't say anything. Yeah, man. I'm a grown-up. Mario's a rat. Um, if he doesn't... S- don't say it. He's a great guy. Oh, really? But he speeds. He's a, he's a lawbreaker. He's a great, great... Human being. He'll never get pulled over there because the Greek police are incompetent. So it's up to him to slow down. Yep. I bet he doesn't even pay his taxes. He pays so many No, taxes. he doesn't. He's an entrepreneur. Okay, what's his business? Give him a plug. Which, no, because he has so many. Okay, pick one. I can't. Why not? Because I don't know what he wants me to say. 
You're not going to see him. Just say it. He'll never listen to this. What do you mean I'm not going to see him? I'm going to see him in like a week. What? Could you imagine if I was going back in a week? Tell me what he does now. Right now, he is he helps run uh, a bunch of boats and catamarans that go take people around the Greek islands. Oh, so he's a guy who's not original at all and just hopped into a high-demand industry. And, um, yeah, he's not smart. So whatever. Cool. Good for him. Can you say nice things? It's all right, man. I have a 42-year-old cousin who's a chef who who survives by being a sh- like a party chef in the summertime, and he lives off of that, and all he tries to do is fuck Greek tourists. I mean, fuck, like, 19-year-old Swedish tourists. And uh, then he, he's an actor. He's, like, on the TV there sometimes. <laughs> His name's Leonida. He's my first cousin. He has like. You have a cousin with my name. He has yes. He has like bit parts like the equivalent of like someone in Law and Order SVU like packing things in the back of a truck and they're like, "Did you see this guy last week?" And he's like, "Yeah, I saw him. He was looking really drunk and stumbling, saying things to himself." He has like weird bit parts on like major TV shows, (laughs) but. In the summer, he cooks on islands, and he's 42, and he started smoking Marlboro Reds when he was 14, and never looked back. <laughs> His lungs are probably like, um, like, uh, like charcoal pieces of charcoal. Oh yeah, they're probably horrendous. They look like old, like a really old football. Like a weathered old football from high school. Yeah, one time he did a an impression of an American person, and he put a hat on, and he put a little piece of straw in his mouth, and he had like a fake rifle, and he was walking around saying, "Where's my dollars? Where Where is my fucking dollars?" <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> He's so cool. He's a fucking maniac. I haven't seen him in who I don't know over a decade. Where's my dollars? <laughs> These hands work, bro. He's a good guy, I guess. I don't know. Leonida, if you're listening, I would like a part on a cool Greek TV show also. So. And his dad, I'm always available. his dad, who is my uncle, worked in a bank in Greece, and he retired when he was 49, when the rest of Greece was dead poor. And he had two houses, and... He would complain about not having enough money when he had two houses and a Mercedes, and uh, everyone in Greece couldn't even buy, like, a pair to eat. So he's a rat. Um, and his son, Leonida, is completely different from him. Is your, dad, a, is your dad's side of the family or your mom's side of the family? It's my dad's, but my uncle married my dad's sister, who's a kleptomaniac. Oh. So he, he's, 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 he's like... Yeah, he's removed. He's really, really fat, and he has, like, the biggest moles, and he's bald. And he's a kleptomaniac. No, my dad's sister is his wife. Oh, really? Yeah, and <laughs> what and she she's steal? afraid of planes. Like, sh- she'll what? make him take her to, like, European vacations, and instead of and instead Drive. of going to, like, a co- another country that's, like, six hours away by plane, 
they either take a ferry that takes like a week or like drive. <laughs> pretty insane. Um, yeah, and one time uh, me and Steve went for like a day to Athens because his dad lived there and my aunt and uncle lived there. So we had dinner at their house and my aunt made rice and spaghetti. And <laughs> the same dish. She just had two big bowls of each and there were like six of us at the table and I was last and she was like, "Honey, what do you want?" He goes, "Spaghetti." She's like, "What do you want?" Everyone says spaghetti. She's like, "Steve, what do you want?" He's like, "Oh, spaghetti." And then she's like, "George, what do you want?" She's like staring at me. And I was like, "I'll take some rice." And she smiled <laughs> and she's like, "Okay." And she said, and she says, Ande bravo, the but in her eyes, it was like telling me right, the rice. And I know she's yeah. a little wacky, so I was like, okay, rice. I don't want to make a scene. Yeah. That was the last time I saw I my grandma, right. who was pale with blue eyes. She had evil eyes like you. Oh, she must have been a beautiful, smart woman. She had evil eyes like you, and she was from Lesbos. Uh, might as well have been Turkish like you. Just two pale Turks. And, uh, yeah, that's that. So enough of that. And, um, you know, uh, if you go to Greece again, you, me and you are done. And um, forever, don't call, don't knock on the door, don't do anything. Uh, that's not no, true. That's true, all right. And if I ever go to Greece I told you. and I see you there, I stumble... I run into you at a hot spot. I'm ignoring you. <coughs> I try to walk away, but I try to say goodbye, but I choke. Try to walk away and I stomp out. George is trying to hide. It's clear. My world crumbles when George is not. Yeah. Sarandos is a cuck, he's a chode. He wants to suck me off, but he's nervous. He doesn't know how to ask me that he wants my dick to grow in his mouth. Nope. You're a weird, no, horny no, guy. No. You would do it. You no, would do it in a split second. No, I wouldn't. I bet you would slob my knob so good you'd make my fucking head spin. Is that true? Are you a crazy person? No, I'm just asking. Are you going nuts? No, I'm fine. Are you going insane? Other than tattooing myself on my couch while watching Sopranos and my cats running around, I'm fine. Uh, my friend gave me a subscription to HBO Max. Oh, good for you, buddy. So finally I'm cool. Good for you. You ever measure the diameter of your calves? No. I should. I have super cool calves. My calves could kick 45-yard field goals at the age of 15. That's it? You always say that, but the thing is, you <laughs> probably kicked once or twice. It's about consistency, you little rat. I used to kick 50-yard field goals at practice all the time. Okay, how many steps did you take? Three. You're a Three fucking liar. Left. George, I am not lying to put anybody down. Did you use a T? If no, you no, say I, no, I made my you're own a stand. F- what did you say? I, I made my How? own stand, but just 
out of I have PVC pipes. I have it right you here. You made a field goal stand out of PVC pipes when you were 15 and you kicked 50 yard field goals. You're yes. a liar. You're <laughs> oh a fucking gosh. liar. And now you're going to tell me that you even... went undefeated in high school wrestling. No, I didn't go undefeated. I'm not lying about field goals. Why would I lie about Who field witnessed goals? it? Everybody on my football team. And were you the kicker? Yes. You were the kicker of your high school football team? Yes. No, you weren't. Are you joking <laughs> yeah, with I'm me? Yeah, jo- I'm not joking with you. You've never told me that in your fucking life. Twelve years I've fucking known you. You've never told me that once. You didn't know that I was the kicker of my high school no. football team? No. Wow. Did you kick a field a fifty yard field goal in game? No. Okay. But that's because because we always went for on fourth down because we're always losing. You want to know the difference between a game time field goal and a practice field goal? Yes. Then shut I know the fuck up. You could not make a fifty yarder in game. You shithead. My my first my first field goal that I ever kicked in game. Thirty six. Oh my god! Oh, that's so it. impressive. Not any shithead could do that. Are you so mad? You're just being a tough guy, talking about you kicked a 50-yarder by yourself with no rush or nothing. You're a fucking clown. Oh, okay. You're a clown. Are you, why'd you get all upset I'm not getting us? upset. You're trying to fucking uh, top me or something. Um, like I'm not some cool guy and you're, I say I kicked a 45 yarder when I was 15. You said, that's it. I kicked a 50 yarder. You kicked a 50 yarder. No rush, no pressure. Stupid. If you did that with a line on you, if you had 1.2.7 seconds to do it, guess what? You'd crack. You know why? Because you're a nervous guy. You can't handle the pressure. A 50 yarder to tie or win the game, you know what you would do? You would shit yourself and pass out before you even kicked it. <laughs> I'm a cool guy. <laughs> I made a game-winning field goal in double overtime. That's pressure. Yeah. Look, I have nothing to say against... I'm never. That's pressure, motherfucker. You, you, Josh Halikas. You... You played semi-professional football as a kicker. I did That's not. pressure, motherfucker. You win. <sighs> you win. Big cocked black men trying to fucking crush you before you can kick a field goal? Adults? 30-year-olds? You ever did that? Oh, yeah, baby, no. Actually, there was a story. One time the field goal got fucked up in semi-pro. And uh, the dude didn't know what to do. Like, he just kind of picked the ball up, and he got absolutely fucking crushed. I was, like, a foot away from him because it was a field goal. It was the the guy holding the ball. He got fucking crushed. And the ball comes to me, and I pick it up just kind of instinctively. And I see, like, the angriest man on earth sprinting full speed to me. (laughs) Like, he wants to fucking murder me. And I'm like, I'm not doing this, and I just toss the ball. No, I just it. tossed it to the side. I'm like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> it's no, it's not worth it. it. And you know what happened? The f- they had to call a fucking what? ambulance for the the fucking placeholder, and he didn't even play the rest of the season. He died. No, he just got so fucked up he couldn't play. 
That's disgusting. And I ended up quitting after that. Because of that? No, my head coach's brother got shot um, outside of their uh, cell phone accessory store in Baltimore. And um, he was the only guy I knew. He was my high school coach. And I was like, if he's not going to be there, I'm not going to go. So I stopped. That's life, man. Yep. And, uh, oh, yeah, man. after I quit, I didn't even think about you or anything. I didn't text you. I didn't call you. Um, so, there you go. But, yeah, man, I mean, you never kicked a 50-yarder. You're going to title this Sarandos as a uh, field goal kicker liar. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you're making it up or, you know, there's a story in your head. Yeah. You know, little white lies turn into... Uh, turn into reality over time um, you know you got problems and you know go to therapy or something figure that out uh this is my therapy you are my therapy. no it's not this cannot be your therapy i get to talk to i get to, i get to talk to you for an hour and you just get to shit on me for I, a while it makes you feel dude, good this is what i don't get like i don't even shit on you like i'm nice to you <laughs> does it make you feel good to say things like that <laughs> I'm, I'm neutral either way. This is just a podcast that you wanted to do. You named it. You came to me, and I said I'll do it. And uh, finally, finally, the truth comes out. You came out. to me. You did. You you named it, and I'm your co-host, man. You run the show. I try to walk away. I try to say goodbye, and I choke. Try to walk away, and I stomp out. George is trying to hide from me. It's clear. I kick 50 yarders and he does not. I was nice to you the whole episode until you go, that's it. <laughs> I kicked a 50 yarder with a PVC pipe thing I made in my house. Shut up. I have it right here. Yes. You want to see it? Hold on. Fill, fill the time. Sorandos is coming with some piece of shit he made with his dad in their garage, father-son bonding in 2007. He's taking forever. His childhood bedroom looks horrible. Hey, man. Let's see it. You ready? Yeah. Hold on. You didn't make shit. You just bought things. Yeah, I just bought things and put them together. You didn't fucking cut it and glue it. You just bought things and stuck them in. God, you're such a lot. You just. I made it like this was. You hype everything up like you're some genius, man. Oh, man, you can't ever give anybody any credit for anything. Sandar, you bought three PVC pipes and a three way holder, and you just stuck the pipes into the holder. That is not creative or ingenuity. It's nothing. It's just sticking shit in. And by the way, uh, what? The ball just stood there perfectly underneath a round, uh, round-edged uh, edge of a PVC pipe. Yep. Any gust of wind would have knocked that over. <laughs> no. And why wouldn't someone hold it if there were witnesses? Why wouldn't there be a holder? 
Because Because there's 74 people on the team. Not one jerk-off can hold it. No, we didn't have 74 people on our team. Half of our team was always failing off the team every week. Man. I don't got to explain myself to nobody. You are lying about your teenage years. And I don't even want to know what you lie to people about right now. (laughs) I get the truth out of you because the energy that I present makes you honest. That's the whole point. You're such a bad. You're such a bad guy. You're a very close friend of mine. You're such a bad guy. I'm not, man. I'm not bad. Don't say that. You are. All right. I'm sorry, rat. Can you <laughs> forgive me? Oh God. I'm sorry, rat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Snitch. Oh, fuck. What are you Googling? I'm not Googling anything. Well, you're on your phone. Last five minutes, you, you what? You're, you're retired? No, I have something to tell you. Okay. <sighs> Dead it. Honestly. Dead air. Let's hear it. That's the Camaro, huh? Oh, it's a drop top. Yeah, man. Wow, look at that. Look at that. How often do you fuck the tailpipe? That that looks pretty nice, man. Can't wait till you see it in person, Doug. I can't wait till you're in debt with just that. And renting a house in Dundalk. But anyway, I mean, it's beautiful. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. Life's going to be good. Life's going to go on. Guess what? Yeah, what? I yeah. Even if you, even if you're I mean. love you too, and I'm not mean, dude. You were just lying. You make me so sad. <laughs> you were just being a liar today, and I had to call you <laughs> out wasn't. on it. I guess we're going to have to competition kickoff. If you were kicking 50-yard field goals at 15, you should have been a kicker at college. You know that? Yeah, but I wanted to go to Montgomery College. But you didn't. You went to University of Maryland. I went to Montgomery College, and then I went to University of Maryland. You don't know anything about me, do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I know you're a rat. I know you're a rat bastard. That's good. (laughs) You fucking rat. That was a horrible, horrible uh, impression of me. You You want to do you? First of all, you're a rat. You're a rat bastard. Second of all. <laughs> Wait, I'm okay, done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's just say I sell <laughs> mm, colored liquids. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't 
do that. I'm trying to do a cool impression. You're just trying to play it down by... Oh, no, dude, it's so good. <laughs> I will never, ever pay anybody for something that I can do for myself, which is why I only give myself haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> hey man what? guess what you have anything else to no, say no no man this is the perfect way to end it thanks for listening to Sick of the Head episode 27 love you guys say you like it share it subscribe it we gotta do it we gotta keep doing it we're not doing ads anymore cause we don't wanna make money we just wanna share it to you guys the ad was annoying and if we ever get paid a lot of money to do ads we will do ads again so we love you guys. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Um, you should have never made fun of me. And uh, all right, guys, have a good one. <laughs> have a great week. Have a good week, everybody. Oh. True love, nothing Two hot guys, two cute guys, two little guys, and they have a surprise. Sick in the head, but we have big cars. We believe in true love. Nothing will let tear us apart. We believe in true love. Two hot guys, two cute guys. Surprise, surprise.